Summer of 1999, Palm Beach. The small town in Florida is sweltering under the scorching heat. Its affluent residents lounge by their gigantic pools. Along the palm-lined streets of this earthly paradise stand rows of luxurious villas, each more opulent than the last. But amidst this backdrop where money flows freely, a young woman doesn't quite belong. Her name is Virginia. She comes from an underprivileged family and works as a masseuse. On this particular day, a billionaire has called upon her services and invited her to his home. $300 for an hour of massage. This is an offer she cannot refuse. Virginia arrives at the door of the immense estate. However, instead of entering the residence, a servant leads her to the tarmac of a small airstrip. There, on the sun-baked asphalt, a private jet is preparing to take off, and she is invited to board. The young woman is taken aback. This wasn't what was agreed upon. She takes three steps back, but with a smile, the servant hands her an envelope filled with cash, an additional $500. Virginia hesitates. Her long blonde hair flutters in the wind. She looks around with uncertainty. She counts the bills with trembling hands. It is a lot of money. And after all, what does she have to lose? The man she's about to massage must be someone important, probably famous and trustworthy. After a few seconds of silence, the young woman finally accepts the proposition and boards the jet. Inside the spacious cabin, the billionaire awaits her, a glass of champagne in hand. He's in his fifties with graying hair and a sly smile on his face. His tan complexion attests to his numerous travels and the high-end suit he's wearing speaks of his nearly limitless means. However, what the young woman is yet to realize is that she hasn't been hired solely for a massage because in the hours that will follow, she will endure a nightmare and be sexually assaulted repeatedly. And what the man knows all too well is that, in reality, at that moment, Virginia isn't a young woman. She's a girl, barely 16 years old, who has fallen into his trap. Hello, I'm Fabrice. Welcome to Fabulous Destinies. Today I'm going to talk to you about a wealthy businessman behind a horrifying sex trafficking operation, close to numerous heads of states and American and international celebrities he's suspected of providing underage girls all around the world. His name, Jeffrey Epstein. From his rapid rise to his mysterious death, discover his despicable fate. Jeffrey Epstein was born in Brooklyn in 1953 to a middle-class family. After a few years of study at New York University, he specialized in physics and mathematics, excelling in both disciplines. 
At the age of 20, he became a teacher at a private school, but he didn't enjoy the profession. The career prospects were limited, the hours were demanding, and above all, the salary was paltry in his eyes. Because Jeffrey dreamed of luxury and opulence, he wanted to make a fortune, and fast. The opportunity soon presented itself when he was hired three years later by an investment bank. There, he worked as a trader and financial advisor for the wealthiest clients. For a while, he honed his skills and learned every possible way to circumvent tax authorities worldwide. And his natural charisma drew the friendship of powerful businessmen like Les Wexner, the owner of Victoria's Secret lingerie brand. In 1982, Jeffrey Epstein founded his own firm and was entrusted with the management of over a billion dollars in assets. In just a few years, he became immensely wealthy. The exact extent of his fortune remains a mystery, but he quickly acquired luxurious properties around the world. A villa in Palm Beach, Florida, a mansion in New Mexico, two enormous homes in Manhattan and Paris, and even an entire 75-acre island near Puerto Rico. During lavish parties he organized, he rubbed elbows with Hollywood elites and politicians from around the world. Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew of the British royal family, and Ehud Barak, the former Israeli prime minister, among others. He symbolized success, the American dream, a financial genius with an endearing personality and handsome appearance. But behind this facade, Jeffrey Epstein concealed a horrifying secret that would lead to his downfall. If you want to keep supporting us, subscribe to Bababam Plus channel on Apple Podcasts for uninterrupted listening or listen to this message from our partner, without whom this podcast wouldn't exist. Don't go away. We'll be right back. In reality, Jeffrey Epstein is a dangerous pedophile and a repeat sex offender. Since 1996, in secret, he has been recruiting girls from disadvantages backgrounds under the pretext of massages, before undressing them and sometimes sexually assaulting them. Some of them are willing escorts, but most are minors. A few aren't even 14 years old. His ex-partner supplies these girls for a few hundred dollars. Soon, the duo devises a full-fledged trafficking operation. After being assaulted by Epstein, the victims are threatened, pressured, and then paid handsomely. They are even promised more money if they recruit other girls themselves. In total, dozens and dozens of young girls are abused at the billionaire's various properties and on his private jet. Unable to defend themselves against a tycoon who's tremendously influential, they are forced into silence or unwillingly drawn into his pyramid recruitment scheme. But starting in 2005, tongues begin to loosen. Some of them finally speak to the police and report the actions of the wealthy financier. A lengthy investigation is launched, revealing that he isn't the only one taking advantage of these young girls. 
and the testimonies the names of numerous prominent individuals surface. Powerful people, Epstein's friends, who allegedly also had sexual relations with them. It is a genuine scandal. However, Jeffrey Epstein then hires the best lawyers in the country and pleads not guilty during the ensuing trial in 2008. For an unknown reason, likely related to the extent of his influence, the jury only convicts him on one charge, solicitation of prostitution. The victims are not heard and the sentence is swiftly delivered. He even strikes a deal with prosecutors to obtain judicial immunity for his accomplices. This is unprecedented for such a case. Everything suggests that the trial may have been sabotaged and the judges corrupted. After 13 months of detention in a luxurious prison, where he almost has the freedom to come and go as he pleases, Epstein is once again free. Now everyone knows his true face, and everyone remains silent. Few have the audacity to publicly distance themselves from him. He is simply too powerful, and the botched 2008 trial discourages victims from speaking out. But in 2015, a 31-year-old American woman finally breaks her silence. Her name is Virginia Roberts, and she recounts how Epstein used her as a sex slave from age 16 to 19. She claims that he also placed her at the service of other men, such as Prince Andrew, a member of the British royal family. The accused vehemently denied these allegations, but her public testimony encouraged other women to come forward. This time, the case is taken very seriously by the New York court. A Thor investigation is conducted. Epstein's properties are searched. Evidence is collected. And in July 2019, Epstein is arrested. This time, he faces life in prison. Pending his trial, scheduled for a year later, he is placed in a highly monitored detention center in New York. On August 10th, 2019, at 6.30 in the morning, the two guards assigned to the prison sector where he is incarcerated distribute breakfast. They go from cell to cell, striking the metal bars of the doors with their batons to wake the inmates. But when they reach Epstein's cell, they are struck by a gruesome sight. The 66-year-old man is kneeling on the floor, his eyes vacant, his lips almost blue. A sheet is wrapped around his neck and hung from the top of his bunk. Immediately, the two guards rush to him and perform CPR, but to no avail. Epstein is then urgently transported to the nearest hospital, where he is pronounced dead in the morning. The autopsy soon concludes that it was a suicide by hanging. The billionaire sex offender may have had some remorse. Perhaps he didn't dare to face his victims in the justice system. However, many are not convinced and burning questions start to emerge in the media and on the internet. How is it possible that such an important prisoner was not monitored 24-7? If Epstein had spoken during his trial, he could have implicated many high-profile individuals, including some with royal titles, 
who may have benefited from his trafficking of miners in the past. People who had frequently flown on his private jet and had a strong interest in him remaining silent forever. Murder or suicide? We will probably never know the full story. The victims won't have the satisfaction of seeing their predator convicted by a court. But at least now they can have the certainty that no other girl will fall into his hands. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fabulous Destinies. In the meantime, feel free to share stories you would like to hear on your favorite listening platform. We'll be happy to discover them.